I think so. Or we're live? live? We're live. We're live, right? <laughs> Xavier Valdez. Yo. Welcome thank back you to the so much for podcast. having me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this. Um, you were just explaining to me things about social media okay, that yeah. drove you up the wall. Three things that I can't stand right now, that I can't stand seeing on social media. Uh, re- I'll reiterate. Uh, number one, I have a social media account for people that don't know me. Okay? I have one of those. So I watch stories. And the one thing, the number one on my list that I hate seeing is your horoscope and how it affects your day. And because your moon is in Venus and your moon is in Venus and my ass is in your anus. Right. That's a serious so subject good. for you, isn't it? <laughs> um, that it like just defines that you're this type of way. And you're this kind of asshole because of your sign. Because it becomes the excuse as to oh, I act like this because yes, of this. because of yeah, yeah. And like there's memes about this. Yeah, I know. And like <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry, I'm a cancer, so I give me cancer to <laughs> this this situation. I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I, I don't like seeing it. It you sh- it shouldn't be taken that seriously. <laughs> number two, number two, mood. Okay, I don't know why people say mood when when they post about uh like a coffee at a table and they're like mood and like what what is that what does that mean tell me just (laughs) tell me what the coffee you're a spectacular human oh my goodness um mood mood i guess is the best way to put is uh they embrace the essence of the situation okay they're about it okay but you could very easily just say like Freaking love this coffee. Yeah, you like a could normal just person. say that. But, Yo, I love this coffee. I'm gonna post but it. But mood is hip. Uh, it's like what okay. the cool kids do. Yeah. Okay. Mood. So, okay. So <laughs> if I'm about a situation, I'll just go mood. What if I'm about drinking water and I'm? Do I mood it? Yeah, you okay. mood it. Okay. You can. So the great part about mood uh-huh. is that you can literally use it for anything. Yeah. But I think that, and it's the greatest part about it, is also the worst part about it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. This is a whole ass mood. I'm so like, dehydrated. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that word used or ever heard anyone go mood about something and been like, that person's cool. <laughs> like it's never been. It's Yo, never that been person's that sick. <laughs> that person's about that. <laughs> Number three. Okay. Number three. <laughs> I saw a post, and my my cousin had a a, a thing. On his story too, that I, I just wanted to oh, rip bro. on him for, but I didn't. I held back because I didn't. Just, because you're gonna come on a podcast. Because I'm rip a Capricorn, on. so I don't. You know, I don't. <laughs> I don't do that. Whatever. So, 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 I saw a thing on a friend's thing, uh, a friend's story, Instagram story. It said, uh, "Don't, don't hurt nobody, and don't something nobody." Read that again. So you got it read it again because i guess you're too stupid to comprehend what it had just said yeah or what you just read and you, I, oh here i go reading it again oh, that so- one that one actually pisses me off yes that one that actually, and here's why yeah. here's why is it's not that it pisses me off it's just kind of like the saying if it's that good is the saying like the saying is going to be good on its own yeah i feel like when they put read that again it's like they make you feel bad because well, it's can't. not even that i feel like they're immediately trying to take some sort of credit for the fact that they showed it to you <laughs> right you right, know right I, I don't i don't know how to describe i don't know be- the best way to put it into words but i when i read that i'm like i don't know what am i doing here am i reading like the great <laughs> message or am i trying to see that you're telling me to see this great <laughs> message yeah like who am i acknowledging here you're like oh oh my god i get it now because i read it. i again. missed it <laughs> i missed it the first time i glanced over it oh i guess <laughs> now did you experience all three of these today um yes the horoscope today uh the, not the mood not the mood <laughs> the mood is just the mood is I've, it's just always something that's pissed me off and it, <laughs> 
But and then the read that again, I experienced that today, and I was like, I hate this. I feel like a lot of the motivational speakers and like dudes that you know post like all their five steps to success thing. I feel yeah. like they do that again. They do mm. it a lot. Like, oh, here's a quote that I believe in. Read that again. <laughs> like, let that settle in. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm sorry for coming in flustered, but that was seriously on my mind. I hated. Well, I'm glad that we uh, we were able to tackle that right off the bat. <laughs> so. So other than the the three social media intrusions in your life, how are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Um, I uh, been through a little bit of a number of things this past couple months, right? Okay. Uh, within a short, a very short time span. Uh, number one, I got fired from, um, uh, as we both know, formerly known as Jimmy Swag. He goes by Jimmy uh, Villa or Via now. Yeah. Like V I L L. <laughs> it could be interpreted or interpreted both ways. I got number one. I got fired. Um, uh, but right before that, actually, I had an argument with my mom, and then I broke up with my girlfriend, and then I cried on the phone with my mom right after because I felt bad because I got because I yelled at her so and then d days after that I got fired and it was just like oh man you know yeah and then you and and you're taking a break from or you guys just had your first practice right oh yeah we uh, yeah we we Mr. just had our we we'll, you just came off of a break with the band yeah we just had, we had a, a break everybody had taken a month off to you know perfect themselves at their instruments um, and I, I really, I did buckle down myself. I actually have a lesson after this with, um, uh, last name Boger. I don't know how to say the, the first name because his Facebook name is different from his actual name and I forgot his first name. So I hope he doesn't watch this. <laughs> well, I think you'll get to the lesson. I will, I'll wait till after your lesson yeah. to post this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't hear So it. I have a lesson today and I, uh, I trust him so much because I know I've seen him mess around on the base just posting whatever videos Hell that yeah. guy's someone i need to learn off there you go so i like yeah. that so uh i did want to perfect this this instrument that i hold you know yeah. so um yeah we had a we had a rehearsal last night uh i feel like we're this this writing process like because we never really written as a band it was always just you and joe yeah it's mainly been that and like this like and then we got to then we start booking shows and it, we didn't really have time for writing and now that we we're writing it's like it feels very weird to me very very strange Interesting. i'm not used to that at all it's like i've like i've written with bands before or you know as as silver pup we we were writing all the time just nonsense mm. but it was still we we're still like writing stuff but does it feel disingenuous or something no it just like it because it's so different for us as you know now it's like i don't know like how do how do we make something like this riff into a song and keep going or do we just like create a bunch of ideas and then we pick what we like the best do you or think there's just too many people in the room working on one thing maybe i work best when like honestly if we just start tracking on like at joe's place i think i'll i that's when the ideas come in my head it's i, I can't really uh, you, you're more of a producing mindset. Yeah, yeah. Even th like, even though I I feel like I'm not a producer whatsoever. I just I have ideas that I like. This goes there, or see if you can throw you know animal noises in this. Or kind of like the gist of a producer. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of, but <laughs> not as cool. Right in the middle. 
you yeah. know, a strong number two, as okay. I say. That's so, interesting. Yeah. So you've been through a lot this last uh, yeah, few months. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. The, one of the worst, though, was the definitely getting fired. I did not like that at all. Not because I got fired. That's okay. But what was said to me uh, through text message <laughs> made me feel like a piece of shit. It made me feel so bad. Why is that? Because, and I, after the show, I played this this Thursday show. After the show, um, that night, I go up to the guy and I said, hey, how did we sound? Or how do you think we sound? And then he said, honestly, I think we sound we sounded sloppy. And I was thinking, sloppy? I didn't play anything wrong. I know it. I never play off at, at shows. I'll never get like so fucked up where I, I, I you know, yeah, I always keep it very pro, very, yeah. very pro at shows. Uh, and I've always felt that about myself. Like I, I'd really like to, you know, establish this like professionalism on stage. Um, so I was thinking sloppy and it's kind of weird. I didn't really pay much attention to it. Next day, um, I sent him a, a Venmo request because I started charging him like a hundred bucks a show. Good man. Good boy. So, <laughs> I, and you know, even, even that I think was pretty, pretty fair, right? hundred bucks a show. Well, I think uh, without getting too much into detail, I think uh, what was being asked of you and what you were doing and going through, yeah, hundred bucks is pretty. It's it's yeah, it's, was a fair price, right? So then he uh, says he's going to send me the money uh, within the n next Friday, right? This is on a Friday, and then he said, based on well, by the way, based on last rehearsals and this last show, uh, I won't be paying for services that are, that aren't up to my standards, which they weren't. <laughs> That's what he said, right? And I'm thinking it's a little uh what? A little passive aggressive. I read that and I'm like, <laughs> what did I do? What did I do at this show that was so disgusting that I like that I did not play up to your standards? Like I I you know, I, and I kept it very cool. I didn't want to like blow up like, yo motherfucker, like what's up, you know? But uh, I said I hope it wasn't anything I did. I'm sorry to hear that. Um uh, it's nice playing with you or something. He just said, no apologies necessary. I just need musicians who uh, who are professional and take pride in everything. And I'm thinking, I definitely take pride in my bass playing. So I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. So you, so after this, had did you, how did, I mean, how did you handle this though? Like, did you, because you- I told you everybody. <laughs> well, you t you're telling everybody, but you didn't, you didn't tell him. You didn't reach out to him enough. Mm -mm. And obviously it bothered you. So it bothered you because he- he tapped into things that are obviously that matter to you, that yeah. are very personal. Yeah. And he was passive aggressive about it from what, you're yes. from what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. And uh, you didn't get really a clear shot of an answer and he kind of strung you along. Yeah. and so, so you got manipulated into feeling crappy about something that you didn't even believe that was there in the first place. Sort of. Yeah. I guess when you're explaining it that way, it feels, yeah, like I'm... Which is fine. Like yeah. afterwards. I mean, but in the moment, it's frustrating. So like, how do you, how do you not like flip out how do you not how do you not get discouraged how do you not you know quit how do you not because i feel stab someone <laughs> <laughs> i feel like with with my band with mr call i have never they would tell me they tell me all the time that like what if something if i'm off on something then know what you're doing is wrong or the notes you're playing are are bad or or something they'll yeah. tell me you no know, yeah. straight up but they have never been like yo you're so off that you know you really need to get this much better because i'm i'm never off when i'm playing live well it sounds more like not that you were off it sounds more like uh he had something in mind that he can't accomplish and because he can't he's i he's pointing fingers which what people do when they're insecure 
pointing fingers at uh, at the other musicians. It happens a lot in, in music settings for some reason. Um, but they're not playing well enough. They're not good enough. This is not working. Right. This, you know, it's 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 that's the it's the easy way out. Yeah. So you got your finger, got fingers pointing. If anything, it was a blessing. It sounds like. Yeah. It, it, but I, I guess I, I guess yeah. what I'm what I'm hearing or what I'm what I'm asking is like that was that's a difficult thing to to like just let go of. Right. Right. It's, yeah. It's frustrating. It is. But your your almost your way of almost validating yourself was saying, hey, in my other band, in my other project where I do perform, I get this uh, I get this response enough to know that it's true. Right. So right. So, so other people's responses to your performance, uh, not the audience, like your bandmates response to your performance. Right. Uh, determines your skill level, determines how good you are? It, it determines that I, that I would, uh, the only idea I had of myself of like, I know that I am professional when I play on stage. It validates it. Yeah, it totally validates it. And and I know that I, I've been playing for X amount of years. I know I've done this, these steps, I've taken these steps to, to get to this level. So I, it, I shouldn't, have this kind of response you know it, yeah. it, it would be very very weird for just all of a sudden this kind of response for someone that i don't even think is that good <laughs> uh, so that, I mean, that's another that's a whole other discussion it's like yeah. well the person telling you is it someone that you respect or is it someone that you know is it someone's opinion that actually matters you know things like that but um but yeah, that's that's really interesting because I think uh, I think we all work so hard to try to say i i don't need anybody to validate who i am right but i think it's also just as important to do what you're saying to say hey i hold myself to a standard and my bandmates and my fellow musicians my basically my, my brothers in arms kind of thing um their opinion and and response to what i'm doing should validate how i feel because it's my job to do that yeah and vice versa not that it should you know take away your right to be you know feel the way you do about yourself like that's that's different but i think it's it's a really cool thing to hear yeah. because everyone's all about I only I only need to believe in myself. I only need to like trust myself. Right. It's only my opinion that matters. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. Right. Which is good. It's right. good. You know, build that healthy whatever. Right. Um, but when you're in a setting like you're talking about, I think I, I like hearing that you're out there saying, "Hey, their responses do validate what I'm saying because I'm here to play with them." Yeah. That's that's a not a lot of people have the balls to admit that. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's what I was picking at you. Yeah, for. I was like, yeah. I gotta, yeah, let's hear it. Let's yeah, hear yeah, it. totally. <laughs> well, I appreciate you sharing all that. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, it was, I'm sorry that you have to deal with such nonsense. <laughs> I know, man. And like, <laughs> I, I seriously don't think I did anything wrong. <laughs> but and I said, if you heard anything else, let me know. And I was trying to like find videos of that night. And I'm like, dude, I was not off. Mind, so. <laughs> well, I like the confidence you have in yourself. Yeah, that's, that's good. Um. So with all this, I feel like this is a, I wanted to talk about the idea of showing up for yourself. Yeah. That's the topic for today. And I, uh, I asked you to come on due to your recent experiences and due to basically your life and things that you've had to do for yourself. Um, so I've been doing a lot of research on it and like diving into the idea of showing up for yourself. Right. right? And naturally a lot of uh, psychology has <laughs> come up. So I've tried to like sift through that. Right. But before we before I, we dive into it, I'm kind of curious for you and mm -hmm. your personal life, just Xavier, what is Xavier like when I say showing up for yourself, what is that what is that image in your head? What does that mean? What's like how do you define that for yourself? That's a good question, man. Um, you don't have to have some elaborate answer, right. but just out of curiosity, what is it that you feel and see? I definitely feel that no matter what I am going to make music. Um and I will do my best 
to make it great, not just by my own standards, because, you know, I'm not a, like, I'm not, I don't have a label under me. You know, I don't have Billie Eilish's whatever <laughs> under me. So not only to my own standards, but to other people that wouldn't normally listen to my music or anything. But if I show them this song, they're like, oh, that's really good. Or like, that's really, that's cool. Well, see what you're talking about. This is why I'm asking, because what you're talking about is very much like, this is what I hold myself to. Yeah. This is the standard I hold myself to. Yeah. Which is, I think, which I had, I would do, you know, research and really diving into this. I realized that holding yourself to a certain standard is very different than showing up for yourself. Okay. Like showing, like imagine if someone else was showing up for you. Right. In life, in music, emotionally, physically, everything. Imagine that person showing up for you. Do you think you could do everything they're doing for yourself? And if you could, what would that look, you know, like what does that mean? Right. So, I mean, it just, I mean, yeah. If, do you think that if there was that person doing that for you, do you think that if they weren't there, um, you're doing those things for yourself, at least creatively? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah I would, like, yeah, I, I, I for, for sure. <laughs> I'm trying to understand it and, like, kind of envision it at the same time. But yeah. I do everything for myself, I think, you know? I... I'm, you know, my mom likes to call me stubborn for sure, but <laughs> I, I for sure am. Dude, I'll be the okay. first to tell you that I'm pretty selfish in a lot of ways. Um, but, uh, music, music, music in my head all the time. Well, it's your creative outlet. That's yeah. why. Yeah. And uh, I did post a little thing on, yeah, I don't know if you saw, I, you saw the video I posted on uh, Instagram today. Yeah. And I, I kind of brought it up because I wanted to like give a little incent, like the entice people to come and dive right. into this with us. Right. But it was because like I was realizing that the actual like showing up for yourself regarding a creative outlet, mm -hmm. like not just, oh, I, I'm there for myself through the struggles of life. Like what a creative outlet does for a person. And we're all creative. We're all creative people finding something, some sort of outlet, whether it's that hobby or playing music or taking it seriously, whatever it is, because showing up for yourself, that whole phrase, the whole psychology behind it, the whole quote unquote definition is literally making your needs the priority, mm, everything okay. you need a priority, yeah. but you also have to be aware of what you need. Right. Right. Um, so I was like, you know, even in my personal experience, my personal life and watching people like you and watching people that really care about the, the creative outlet that they've chosen. Yeah. A lot of what that brings is what's actually, you know, manifesting itself as a showing up hmm. as being there for ourselves, you know, taking the role of someone that we wish would take care of this one thing or be there for us. Right. right? And it, it kind of like takes over in the sense that allows us to, uh, allows us to to grow and go to places that we normally couldn't yeah because it's in a creative realm right so i think the skills we learn through that creative outlet are actually going to transfer into a happier life yeah. a more positive attitude or right. you know dealing with things and i think as i mean especially with think about your situation getting fired from a band or working writing uh writing songs with the whole band now you know yeah. all this different stuff like the skills that you've learned through your creative outlet are allowing you to live a better life yeah yeah at least from an outsider's perspective yeah <laughs> you know, for, totally sure, for sure and you know it also gives me confidence uh for myself as well and because i've been making my own music 
you know, my own personal music because I, I like, look, I always am thinking about music. And, and if I, I think that I want to make something just because I want to make it, I'm going to do that, you know? And so that's kind of what I've been doing. I've just been... There's a freedom to it. Yeah, yeah. So I've been hooking up with my friend Marcus because uh, he's he's learning how to mix and master. He's actually really, really good, but he's never done like like alternative indie kind of styles. Or, Xavier stuff. <laughs> Xavier shit, you know, indie <laughs> kid or whatever. So he's like, I'm like, do whatever you want, man. Just don't be afraid to do whatever. I mean, I'm going to tell you if something sucks for sure. You know, that's just. But you keep that like playful freedom. Absolutely. Open ended. Absolutely. So, you know, we had a, we had a song um, that I, that I wrote called bear. And originally when I sent it to him, he was just like, dude, the song is amazing. I, I made it in garage man. Cause it's, it's all like, you know, I'm broke. <laughs> He's like, this song is amazing. Blah, blah, blah. I don't, I barely want to touch this song. Like, and I was like, dude, you telling me that is offending me. If you don't, do anything to this goddamn song. I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. And he's like, okay, okay. So then he, he takes it and then he adds like some baseline that I didn't really like. And then, and then in a week he sends me like this, like upbeat synth. Like, I'm like, this is amazing. This is incredible. I love this. And like, he keeps working on it and I'm like, yeah, try this and try this. And we start like forming this little like back and forth. And then the uh, the finished product, I, I decided to put it out and, you know, submit it to like some playlists and it got submitted in some radio station in Romania. And I was showing you yeah. yesterday that like some talks or talk show dude or whatever, he runs some radio station he's and, and with like some heavy accent, he's like, I don't know. I just really love this song and I hope you will too. And he plays my song or our song and I'm like, hell yeah, you know, we did that shit. You know, I, well, it's great because like we're, that it's that, that all rooted from the simple fact of like I just want to do this. Like, yeah. There's this freedom factor yeah. to it. There's a there's a necessity. Like instead of wasting my time doing something that's probably gonna be self destructive or whatever, it's like these this idea of having that creative outlet. Like <clears throat> you, we we could literally break down that whole story start to finish right. and talk about all the quotes again <laughs> skills <laughs> necessary to live a happy life or live a right, good life or right. but it literally was just a simple process of like i felt something and i had the outlet to do it so right. i think finding that outlet is yeah. so important and being as open as you are because how, how many people would have been like you know what i'm already in a band this is how i this is how i do my stuff i right. can't do anything else right. right yeah constrict yourself yeah um which is great because like the everyday common understanding of this phrase of being there for yourself, showing up for yourself is, you know, it's a fad now. It's popular to, to be, to come forward with mental illness and right. to, yeah. to be, you know, in need of help. Like the self-help books are, you know, the, the top sellers. Right. Yeah. Um, and to escape the bad environments and like, the, and, and none of that is bad. Like right. it's, it's fine. It's good. Whatever. Right. You know, people are making a huge living on of it. I yeah. Think. Um, yeah. You're totally right. But, uh, and it's very much in, and I'm glad that it's popular to be open about what's going on internally. But I think what's missing, and the reason why I'm so, I'm emphasizing the creative outlet so much, I think what's missing is the idea of taking action. Mm. Because we talk about all this stuff and say how we can change our life, how we can think differently, how yeah. we can stay positive. But all the action talk is just doing what you're already doing just with a better mindset, which is, I agree with. Yeah. But how hard is that? Yeah. Like realistically, you can't yeah. just wake up every day and be like mindset, 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 right, mindset. Right. Yeah. 
But having a creative outlet <clears throat> literally forces the action. Yeah. And I, it's like this creative discipline that, that inspires us. So that I found online, I was, I, uh, I was reading through once, you know, doing this research and I found like there's, uh, they describe showing up for yourself, like in the, in the psych psychologist, therapist, I mean, all that stuff, that whole community, the, okay. that community in like five steps. And I kind of worded them, I mean, not verbatim, but the first one, and I want, I want to go through all five of them and okay. I want to like kind of play off you. Yeah. 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 You share yeah let's, your examples. Do let's do it. But the whole thing was like, I looked at all of them and I was like, all right, these require action. Okay. And in any outlet in any creative outlet in anything you like passionate about, you can find the action necessary in each step. The first step is acknowledging where you are. Okay. Acknowledging yeah. where you are in life. Yeah. So what does that mean in the, on the broad spectrum, right? On the broad spectrum, it's like, all right, you know what? I don't have a million dollars. You know what? I'm not happy. I'm single. I want to be in a relationship. I'm in a relationship. I want to be single. I'm, you know, I'm not where I want to be, right. but I need to accept where I am in life. Right. All right. So mm -hmm. sure. Great. That's wonderful. But what when we break down to the creative outlet and feel free to use music because that's what you use. Mm -hmm. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. I think what I understood was uh, emotionally, physically, all this stuff to take action on ex ex uh, acknowledging where you are means to literally find your skill level right whether it's technical whether it's you know performance based whether it's you know writing your writing ability accepting your skill level mm -hmm. because that's a tangible thing to take action upon right. right right so like for me it's like setting technical goals like me i have to accept that i can't sweep like in you know in van Malmsteen. I don't think long so. Long curly you, you recognize him. He's super cheesy dude, but, but he's like the shredder super. of all shredders. You know, he's a king. And he sweeps like a madman. Yeah, like a madman. And like for me, it's like, all right, well, if I want to do that, I'd have to accept like, you know what? Right now, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. And know mm -hmm. where you are, accepting and being okay with that. Right. And that's good. But it would mean nothing if I wasn't willing to say, all right, how do I take action? My right. skill level's here. I need to take the action and right. enhance that. Right. So have you ever in, and I'm sure you have, we all have, right? In your uh, process through... I mean, all, these, all the crazy projects you're always doing. Mm -hmm. um, have you ever found yourself having to accept where you are and having to deal with that? Uh, yeah, totally. Do you have like a good, a good example and like how you worked through that? Um, I feel like right now is the perfect example of, of where I am and accepting that, you know, I look at Mr. Call and we, we had last thing we've done is the music video that you know went out on YouTube but we still haven't released another song online which is like you know what this takes time okay Th for sure for whatever reason it's it's a process and I just have to be patient but with my own songs you know I can take action whenever I want to so but, finding the place to take action yeah yeah, yeah. so that's kind of like the my balance right now and accepting that you know what? I work construction and like, I'm not the best at that job. I make okay money. Uh, accepting the fact that I'm 28. I still live at home. Uh, I won't be after July cause you know, everybody's moving to Riverside except me. So it's nothing in Riverside for me. You know? <laughs> it's Riverside. So I have to accept that, you know, this is a very confusing time with solo project and band, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, I just have to keep fucking keep rowing along, man. I just so I think uh, what I'm really curious about in your situation because I feel it's it's one thing to acknowledge where you are, accept where you are. 
And that in itself is hard. And I think it's because of pride because it's really hard to say I'm not where I want to be, right? It's, right. It's, I think there's a lot of pride and a lot of ego, yeah. which is fine. That's what happens. We're humans. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially in your creative realm, especially in music, and especially like, you know, because you, you did this much in your brain doing the music video was like the step towards the next step, towards the next right. step. Yeah. But now you're like, you haven't released a song, yeah. right? And accepting that it these things do take time mm-hmm. and being able to stay, I guess... I don't know if prideful is the right word, but being able to stay on not a high horse, but a horse that's moving. Right. You know? Yeah. Not fall off and right. just, all right, well, I'm I'm in the dirt and I'm accepting that fine. Yeah. But like, you're like, all right, the right, I'm accepting that these things take time. It's about, I guess what, you're, what I'm hearing is finding what you need to acknowledge mm-hmm. is what it is. Yeah. yeah. And knowing that you can take action at some point anywhere you just have to find it yeah exactly the way you're doing your personal music yeah. i think that's rad that's cool. really cool because me i mean like dude i i told I, i'll admit it on the show yeah. I, I have such a problem with being like all right i got momentum i'm doing this and like one thing it's not even like playing wrong or uh-huh. like that's not, not rarely is it is it technical that'll discourage me it's if like a vibe changes <laughs> like a if mood I, changes yeah if, if i'm not if it's not mood <laughs> if it's not mood if i'm not about it but like if something like that like kind of flips for a split second, that kind of starts to shake everything up, hmm. you know? Interesting. So I have to like oftentimes have to accept like, all right, I'm – it's mostly a day-to-day thing for me. Like okay. I have to accept today I'm not in a performing state of mind. Right. Today right. I'm just – I'm not – you know what? Today I'm in a podcasting vibe. Right. Like I'm not going to be able to write the next great song. I'm not going to be able to shred on the guitar. Right. Right. I'm not going to be able to be a social butterfly, you know? Yeah. Or – I'm going today. I'm going to be able to read a book Yeah. because I'm not this. I can do this. Right. And it's become a day to day thing. Mm. I think I struggle with maintaining a bigger spectrum. Mm. You know, I, I, I admire you in that sense because you're able to kind of keep yourself moving on a broader spectrum. Like you're always finding something to work on, but you don't, you don't lose that steam after right. a week, you know? Right. Yeah. And I, I think, I think that's uh, something that's to give yourself credit for Thank one, you. but Thank you. I think, you. yeah acknowledging where you are and more importantly taking action where you can yeah yeah let totally. go of that pride yeah letting go man fuck <laughs> got a little deep <laughs> sorry guys just got a little deep sorry guys we're talking about like things <laughs> <laughs> only with you man only with you um all right, I like that. So number one, acknowledging where you are. And the second one, uh, they talked about like that that voice inside your head. And I, I said noticing the negative inner monologue, mm-hmm. right? Especially as creative people, right? The, right? the inner monologue that's you just kind of talking to yourself and convincing yourself and spiraling and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you're like spiraled into a giant, you know, just this mess of yeah. a human yeah. and nothing's actually happened. Right, yeah, 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 totally. So totally. I, th- I think noticing the negative inner monologue and shutting that out. Yeah. And before we, I, I, cause I've seen someone, I want to ask you about that. But before that, for me, inner monologue and inner critic are very different. Okay. And I, and I want to emphasize, yeah. I want to emphasize that because the inner monologue, all it is, is just our thoughts, not being like, imagine being a sheep herder and like mm-hmm. you just open the gates and all the sheep are just running around a mountain. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can't get a hold of them. Right. But 
it's like our thoughts are just let loose to go roam around and get right. attacked by wolves and right. get lost and you know this stuff yeah. and we're sitting there like uh where'd my sheep go yeah yeah <laughs> you know i think inner mo- the negative inner monologue is that i think the inner critic is actually one of the most important things that we have to keep okay we can't let go of that we shouldn't let it define things but our inner critic is literally us def- you know saying hey this is how i feel this is my criticism on something i'm doing and I think if we can separate inner critic and that inner monologue, mm-hmm. then we, you know, that's a, that's a task in itself. Cause everyone says, Oh, an inner critic is just, you know, beating you up right now. Don't let it beat you up. Mm. I don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm. I think the inner critic is, is you, me. is your opinion. Yeah. Totally. And you can't listen to that because your inner monologue, your, your, that other voice is spiraling out of control and making up shit. That's not even there. Right. right. Um, thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd say for me, inner monologue and this is the one where everything's spread out, right? Um, where I'm losing my mind. Uh, well, the inner mom's like, like, well, what if this? And then if I did that, then I'd be here. And then the world um, would end and I wouldn't have this. Right, and like, right. you know, it's yeah. like, or you're just like having like this epic speech of inside your head about mm. nothing that's happening. Right. Um, yeah. I've, I've thought that for sure of like, what if I went this route with the band? Or what if I decided to do this with the song and maybe this time it would have been a hit or this time it would have been um uh noticed by something and and then i think my inner credit inner critic is always like shut up (laughs) (laughs) just like it's cool everything's cool just relax you know yeah it's it's always i feel like it's always been like that for me where i'm always just like oh well you know yeah oh well Look at right. Look at where you are right now, and if just try this. If that doesn't work, it's okay. Whatever. Try this something else. And well, I like what you said. Like right now. Yeah. Like focusing on right now, the yeah. idea of being present. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that's a total. It's a very important thing. For sure. But the inner critic is only worried about what you're doing in that moment, right? Yeah. It's always criticizing what you're doing in that moment. Yeah. It's never criticizing what you're gonna do or what you could possibly do. Right. Right. right, it's not bullshitting you. Yeah, totally. It's, it's real. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's always real with it's, you. It's, yeah, it's and I think that's the best way to separate it. Like, what's real with you right now, and what yeah. are you just imagining? Yeah, right. That's so. That. I definitely go off on tangents of like, <clears throat> why wasn't this song a hit? Because it sounds, you know, just as good as some something I've heard. You know, yeah. like I, I do, but like, um, you know, and then the right now goes, it's okay. Like, wait. Just wait, something will happen. And even if it does suck, like, oh man, Xavier, what are you playing? This is crap right now. Right. All right, well then it's crap. You don't like it, change it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Rather than like, oh, Xavier, you're a total piece of shit because you didn't practice well enough and then you didn't do this and now here you are messing up. Just wait till you're done playing the song. They're all going to look at you like you're garbage. Right. That's that That, monologue, that spiral that's going out of control. Totally, totally. So... I guess what I'm getting is that inner that the not the inner critic that that voice that kind of spirals out of control and takes you to that bad place. It's so hard to control that. It's yeah. so hard to see it coming, and it's so hard to recognize it mm-hmm. until it's too late. Mm-hmm. Um, one, have you ever had an experience where it was too late and you've beaten yourself up so bad that you kind of like went into like a numb state, or are you really good at picking up on it and like, have you ever caught yourself and be like, hold on, this isn't true. Hmm. Um. I think when I first, yes, where, oh, I don't re- regret it or, or, or it doesn't beat me up, but 
the inner critic was like, hang on, like, you know you're capable of doing this. So okay, so when I first started making my my solo songs, yeah, whatever, okay. I released like this fifty sounding song on on SoundCloud, right? And then, SoundCloud, yeah, I know, sick. <laughs> and I send a couple. I sent one of them to my dad, or one song, one time to my dad uh, I, in, in Vegas, and I called him, and he's just ripping on me, like, oh my boy, who told you you could sing all this shit? And I'm just really. Like, that's when I the the inner monologue for sure was just like, well, you know what, you're just not a singer. Or, well, you know what, that you're not, you're just not that good at at, you know at. This is why you need the band. This is why you need this. This is why you need. What's you know? that voice? That the other, the voice in your head that that is allowing you to spiral. It started to spiral, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's it, I definitely spiraled, and I got very, very discouraged, extremely discouraged of like making my own music at that point. I'm like, um, okay, you know, my dad obviously, like, my dad's d- totally my harshest critic, as as well as my little sister, little thirteen year old devil <laughs> girl. You have a thirteen-year-old sister. Yeah, half sister. You know. Okay. So it's my dad, same dad, different moms. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So when he like just ripped on me over the phone about like my you daughter vocals. how to do it. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> just ripped on me for my vocals. Ripped on me. He's like, the song is okay, blah blah blah. But the, you, oh my god, kid. Nobody told. Oh man. Who told you you could sing? And I'll just 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 ripping on me and just yeah. made me feel so bad. And I'm like, and I told him over the phone like, and I, I didn't want to like be like. Well, that hurts or anything. I just said, "All right, I'll I'll try something else," you know. And like, I was seriously about to stop right there and be like, "This is just not happening." I'm just not gonna do my personal. I'm just stuff. not gonna do my own personal stuff. But I think the inner critic was like, "Hey, look where you've come from." From well, the, I think it's the inner critic is what judges what you're doing in that moment yeah. for yourself. Yeah. So like your inner critic could have very well said to you, yeah, Xavier, this sucks. Mm-hmm. But if it was that, that po- it was you criticizing yourself, you would have fixed it. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, and I think that's what, that's what I'm like kind of getting at. And I, I want you, I want you to continue. But like from what I'm hearing is in that moment, as much as it sounded like, okay, Xavier, I got to, I think what motivated you is the fact that you didn't tell yourself you sucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I I I think I told myself this just wasn't the song for for me to do. Okay. This just nice. wasn't the song. Okay. Well and, done. Damn. Well and, done. And you know <laughs> that's hard to <laughs> anybody that's a musician or a songwriter, you know how freaking hard that is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And like as much as I thought of this idea and how it could be cool, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. I can do another. I can do another song and another song, and you know maybe another song that'll sound just perfect with my vocals and blah 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 blah. So stop for a second, eat a fucking burrito because I was on my way <laughs> from you know picking up food. Eat a burrito, <laughs> restart, and I think that's that's exactly what I did. So now let me ask you something. In that moment when you restarted, were you doing it because you wanted to create something better or because what he said got to you? And you it, th- that d- it definitely got to me. I will, okay. I will admit it definitely got to me. And it, it wasn't, it wasn't more of, I wanted to show him, look motherfucker, <laughs> <You know? laughs> like I can make something good and I'll show you, yeah. you know, but it definitely got to me and it, it, it really, really did for sure. So it got to you, but it seems like it motivated you it more does, than, yeah, yeah. Did, but it didn't send you into the spiraling self doubt where like, Oh, I'm not good enough. It's like, all no. right, well, I'm just going to go make something that's better than, yeah. But you know, I, I had that, the, what you're talking about of like kind of spiraling down and then like regretting that I even started. I had that feeling. 
Okay. I, I regret even starting to make my own songs, you know? Yeah. I totally did. And I was like so just discouraged right there for like a good hour, I'd say, of just like... That's nothing compared to what it usually is. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, like, I suck. <laughs> I think I just told like, yeah. this is just not good or I don't know. Whatever, you know? Interesting. I'll get over it. You know, I'll have to get over it because this is mm. what I love to do. Interesting. Yeah. That's bad. That's badass. Thanks, That's man. rad. <laughs> well, well, cause I mean, you spiral down, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're in that place. And, and I think what's really important about <clears throat> that, that voice in our head, that, that trying to notice and push away and get rid of that inner monologue of us spiraling and we're not good enough and this and that, and right. what if this, I th- I don't think it's impossible to get I don't I don't think it's possible to f- ultimately get rid of that. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible to get good at recognizing it. Yes, yes. And what I've understood is is recognizing it isn't enough. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. It's not. No. no because no. you're still spiraling. You just hear it louder yeah, now. Yeah. You just yeah yeah. Right. Yeah. Taking action. Yeah. With a creative outlet, with ha- and with any outlet that allows you to. That inner monologue that takes you into that crappy place. The taking action, I think, is one of two things, and this is from my personal experience. And if you have, if you have more suggestions, I want to hear them. Um, and it sounds like you took action by, you know, just getting back up. You know, you you toughed it out. You you yeah. were badass about it. For me, it's I, I have to do two things. If I can notice it, mm-hmm. if I don't catch it quick enough, I'm going to be sitting on the couch roasting myself. Right. <laughs> I have to pick myself yeah, up and like yeah. drag myself out of yeah, it. You know, on, that's what it is. But it, when I do, when I do pick up on it and catch, it, I realize like, all right, I have two options mm-hmm. that are only going to work. One, I have to do something totally different. Okay. Hmm. If I'm beat, if I'm spiraling out of control over the podcast or over music or yeah. over friendship, if say say I'm recording one day, right? I'm, I'm recording guitar tracks, and I just it's not going right, and that voice comes in, and within 20 minutes I feel like crap. Mm-hmm. Me sitting there and trying to play guitar. It just doesn't like, I don't care how good I am or how long I've been playing or how professional I am. Yeah. Like if it's that I'm going to, I put the guitar down, I shut the studio down and I literally, I'm going to go have sushi or I'm going to go walk on the beach or, you know, do something totally different. Mm -hmm. And, and cause in that moment you want nothing but to prove yourself to yourself. You're right. So you try to, you try to grab onto, you try to hold onto that and try to grab that voice and say, Hey, I'm going to do it right. Right. I'm going to do it right. But you end up just failing and failing and failing and failing. Or, I find something that requires a thousand percent of my mental focus, hmm. you know, doing gymnast. I don't do gymnastics, right. but you know, like, you know, say I, I find something really, really hard to do hmm. something that I can't do unless, really? I give, unless I give everything to like pick up a book about physics. Yeah. Try to understand a concept about physics. Like that will require all of your mental strength. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's no room for that voice. You're By right. the time you're done with that, that voice is gone. Interesting. I but you have that. to find something that's going to, Full mental focus. I should try that. So those are my two things. Yeah. For you, do you have like a technique that like when it pops up, you're like, all right, I'm doubting myself or I'm feeling bad at myself. Do you have something where like, all right, this is what I'm going to do to get out of the rut? Hmm. Not that you have to. I'm just curious. I, I, <laughs> just I don't know. I, I think I, I always take it situation by situation of why it's not working out the way I, I think it is. You analyze. Yeah, I definitely do. Um, and I'll, I'll try to pick it apart. If it's, if I can't figure it out, I think I'll seek help for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll ask a huge one, man. I'll ask somebody who I think, or might, I'll, you know what, you know what I do a lot? I ask a lot of people 
who don't even know like if it's focused on a song or something who don't know anything about music or wow and i'll ask them opinions because i'm like let me see what they think let me see what they think i'll just ask for help i don't care how i get it i just want to know differences of opinions and then i'll go to someone i completely trust or like someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about and then i say okay why is this not working or what what's uh and that's not even the song that's literally just like any situation mm-hmm. like any like imagine yeah. a feeling like i'm feeling this way about this situation right. i want to go and ask a bunch of people that aren't connected to that situation yeah, to get yeah. that what what, are the, what is that that's a uh, the outside opinion there's a word for that whatever unbiased unbiased opinion. Yeah. thank you yeah that's that's great yeah that's genius so i i do that a lot I, I do and you're that. quick to jump on doing that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, wow. because I obviously I you know I, nobody I don't I'm not perfect I don't have all the answers and I I don't I don't want to think I do because then you start going off thinking you're all egotistical or something or you think you're the shit. But I just want to know what this person thinks, that person thinks, and that person thinks. It's almost <laughs> like you you go out and you get so many opinions that you spend all your time listening to their to to the other people that by the time you're done listening to them that <clears throat> voice has already ran out of steam. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's uh that's and, that's real. That's really great. And then like the voice ch- kind of changes, you yeah. know. And it changes and it's like not th- that anymore. It's now it's kind of moved on and uh aiding me in a way of like oh this is why this or maybe it's like an outside perspective that of what i take bits and pieces you know nice that's that's so that's just something that's so simple but we never think about (laughs) and i think i think it takes even more courage to do it with what you're doing because once again those out there that uh I mean, everyone has some sort of creative outlet, whether mm-hmm. they want to believe they're creative or not. There is something in their life that is an outlet, even on the smallest form. Right. But let's let's talk about a painter, right? Mm-hmm. A painter, they spend all this time in choosing colors. And like, there's so much that goes into this you know, beautiful work of art. And for them to immediately halfway, like say halfway through the painting and this voice pops in, for them to say, hey, I'm going to go take it to a bunch of random people that don't know anything about, mm-hmm. you know, the right. fancy world of art and to get their opinion. Mm-hmm. Like to share it when it's done is a big deal. Right. But to share it when it's not done, to, sh- to expose your process, to be that vulnerable and that yeah. open with it. I mean, that's insane. Like yeah. that takes every, that takes so much. Cause you courage. never know. Cause somebody's going to shit on the situation. They're definitely going to, you're going to get yeah. someone that's oh, yeah. going to roast oh, you. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. they're going to roast you harder than you're going to roast yourself. Exactly. So you let someone else do it before you do it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's taking action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm always expecting that for sure. Somebody to like really give their the worst opinion. Interesting. <laughs> uh my buddy was telling me about a, a guy he follows. I don't remember any of the names, mm-hmm. just people That's, that are motivational right. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And this guy is successful and he has a business and I, business and I guess what he does is um he'll go through like po- comments on all of his channels and his social media and he'll go through and the reason he does it he goes and he finds he'll see if someone says something negative Mm -hmm. something they don't like Mm -hmm. about what he does he'll go through everything and if he doesn't find a single person that says a positive to that specific thing Mm -hmm. he won't ever do that again really and i'm like that's a really smart way to get i feel like i would would be the same way too because it's not that anybody it's like 
someone says a bat says something I don't like this. Yeah. It's not that it's uh it's not that it's just one person. If one person says it and like there's a thousand other comments that don't say anything negative, right. he still will stop doing it. Right. Because no one said anything specifically positive right. about it. Right. And I'm like, wow. Oh. I mean that's 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 super in yeah. depth. Yeah. But um but it's crazy to be able to look at things like that, to still yeah. be so open about what you're creating that you're not holding on to it that tightly. Right. It's like right. I'm willing to let go at any phase to let it grow to something bigger. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that idea. I love that. That takes us. <clears throat> takes guts. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm like choking a no death over here. <laughs> no worries. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Go get the opinion of other people. I gotta try that. What you um, what you mentioned though, like taking all my mental energy and reading something that I can't even read. I like reading because usually it's like I got I got such a big bookshelf of like crazy books. Mm-hmm. Where like I can just pick up a book and be like, open a page, like, oh my god! Like, all right, how do I understand this? And like Holy within shit. ten within ten minutes, like yeah. whatever was happening does yeah. not matter yeah. anymore. I, I want to try that out for sure, or try to head, do a handstand or something. Oh my god, <laughs> I cannot. There's yeah. no way. But uh, no, that that's helped. That's worked for me. But cool. Maybe that's just ignoring. I don't know. I don't know. I I just think I think being. I think recognizing it isn't enough. Right. And that's, that's what I'm getting right. at. So absolutely right. Especially people that are creating things, especially yeah. music. I, I mean, know. I know. It's so personal. Yeah. So and we personal. spend so much time trying to like figure out what the next transition is. What's the right chord? What's the right note? What's yeah. the right beat? What's the right this? Yeah. You know, if we can't recognize this, then what's the point, right? Right. You're right. Damn. Anyway. <laughs> I like that one. That's cool. I, I think that's a really, really good one. Um, number three mm-hmm. uh, was mantras. You know, every self-help book, every, right, uh, right. you know, it's like have mantras. And, and they, they do work to a certain extent. When I was 13 years old, I, I came up with one. I said it to myself every morning mm-hmm. for like seven years till I was like 20, you know, and it helped. Mm-hmm. It, it, make, it makes a difference. Yeah. Um, that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. But the results that's producing uh, – for taking action is not enough in my opinion. So I think a mantra has to be, you know, it's fun, it's good to have a mantra, but I think more importantly, there needs to be something you're physically doing. Mm-hmm. Like people go to the gym every day, right? right. Or like people do, uh, I don't know, I go to the gym, that's my example. Right. <laughs> but, right. You know, but I think it has to be something, a physical aspect, yeah. right? Taking And for me, it's, a, it's hands-on repetitive work, mm-hmm. whatever that is. For me, that's running scales. Okay. You know, yeah. if if I'm showing up for myself, if mm-hmm. I'm saying high is first, if my if my needs are a priority and my creative outlet is allowing me to get that, then it doesn't matter how where I am in my music career or my creative career, doesn't matter where I am, every single day, no matter success, no matter anything, I, I do this. Mm-hmm. I do this repetitive work because mm-hmm. that is what's required of me. Right. It's just as important as waking up and looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, you're loved and I love you and whatever the hell it is, you know, just as important in that, if Mm -hmm. not more, because without that, you just can't do everything. Right. right? You're right. So for me, it's that. Uh Do you have something that's, it doesn't have to be scales. Like that's just, that's just me. Um, Do you have something that you do physically every day to keep physically? uh, I guess you can kind of count this. I'm always talking if I'm, Working on a specific song, whether it be solo or the band, I'm always talking about that song and how I can, whatever it is I'm working on. Um, do you intentionally bring it up? Do you say like every day I need to talk about this? I need to talk. I about don't this intentionally song? bring it up. I just do it. 
no matter what. Okay. I don't know why. I just like I have to talk about it for me to feel better, you know? Well, that sounds a little unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that sounds a little yeah. fucked up. It's it's a little it's a kind of an obsession for sure. It, do you but do you don't have any repetitive work every day? No. I don't have a a, a thing where I'm like, okay, I floss my teeth now I can, you know, by the way, I floss my teeth now. So this <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a huge thing <laughs> you floss your teeth yeah because you know it's it's hard it's uh, nobody really likes to floss your teeth i floss my teeth now so uh, congratulations thank you thank you we'll get the flossing award <laughs> <laughs> so i don't have a specific thing where i have to do something i mean i i i think i'm always playing my bass some days i sometimes i, I miss out and you know what yeah. sometimes i miss out of the gym yeah, it just happens. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but there is no specific thing where I have to do it, and you know, or you know, it zens me out. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Well, think. I, I, that's yeah. That's the other thing. I I don't think it has to be a zen because I, I feel like it's zen. That idea of being so at peace and right. calm and meditative is so attached to mantra, mm. so attached to everything. Like, if anything, this should be the most boring. Like most difficult part of the day mm -hmm. like routine repetitive work right. that doesn't take much focus but does take focus but doesn't you know mm -hmm. you know it's it's that you're just you have to do uh okay i've been trying to get better at singing i've been doing a bunch of vocal there you go exercises every day and like and and that's 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 good because you know you have a goal with that right, right? Yeah. like you know I, I run scales to get better at this or right. i you know take do vocal exercise to get better singer yeah. whatever it yeah. is and that's good. And I think that really falls on the guy. I think that's really important because showing up for yourself says that regardless of what my goal is, I'm doing something every day. So, yeah. Yeah. So yes, yeah. that is what I'm doing now. And it, it only started when we we're at a rehearsal one night and I was so flat at Ooh. hitting uh, one of our songs and they were like putting me on the spot, trying to make me sing this, this long note. And I'm like, and I could hit it. But Joe was like, why do you look so uncomfortable singing this note? I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, you got to use your, like, he's trying to explain to me how to, how to sing properly. And I, and I'm like, just like, kind of like, fuck, what do I do? So he, you know, sends me this eight vocal warm up exercises that he did with his teacher. You have to send those to me. Yeah. And I have implemented them in my day for ever since then, you know, I'm just like one day, like even if I'm really hungover, I got to fucking do it. I, yeah. I just got to do it. So I've been well, doing that's it. That's great. Yeah. And it keeps you a little level headed, right? Yeah. Like yeah. when you're, when you're doing that, everything else isn't there. Right. Like yeah. that, that is so that's freaking Zen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, and that's the thing. It's like, even if you weren't doing that, even if you're doing that five days a week, mm -hmm. four days a week, three days a week, I, what I've discovered in my personal experience and, and diving into this idea of this personal mantra, this daily practice, this routine, this repetitiveness, um, the physicality, the taking action of some sort, this is, this is a small action. Mm -hmm. This is a very small action that, that, re, that has a huge effect. Right. Doing eight vocal exercises doesn't take that much time, right. but has a huge effect on your personality, your confidence, your ability. Mm -hmm. I mean, has this huge effects, and I think it's important to remember that it's the small actions that can. So, like, if one day I am not going, I'm just you know what, today I'm not running scales. Today I'm not going to practice my vocals. Today I'm not going to run the songs or run the set. I think it's important to do something physically reproductive that doesn't take as much. So sometimes I'll be like, you know what, I'm going to clean my studio desk. Mm. 
mm-hmm. could take 10 minutes it could take two hours mm-hmm. but <clears throat> that physical action that's there, there, there that's has to good. be good i like um, that and, i like that and, but yeah. here's the thing it's not to clean it to say i did something it's like i'm cleaning this because i need it to be more organized i right. need organization yeah and this will eventually lead to this right you know the uh, recognizing that small actions no matter how dumb they may seem mm-hmm. have huge chain reactions absolutely and and Absolutely. that's I think that is the action form of daily mantra. Okay. So yeah. I, li- I like that vocal. You, you yeah. have to send me those vocals. I will. Yeah, I'll totally send them to you. They're, Dude, they're I've cool. been on YouTube looking up these vocals. I know. So yeah. many vocal teachers. I've blown out my voice twice because of freaking two vocal teachers on there. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> like, I'm doing something wrong <laughs> no, and you're not telling I, you me you what got, it is. You got to do these. I do... Um, I do these eight things. The, the one thing I do before anything, I'll just yawn because you're supposed to like open up whatever. So, and then I do these eight things and like, uh, you know, it, it's Joe and his teacher going over these exercises. And I'm just like, I feel like a fucking twat driving on the road. Just like, you know, you Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a track. Like oh, yeah. Sing oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. There's like eight different tracks that you got. Does listen. it talk about how to breathe and all that stuff? Or you Not just, really. No, I just, you kind of have to like figure it out, figure it out. And well, I like yeah, it. but you, You'll like it. You'll like it. It's pretty cool. Good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I can't afford a vocal teacher. Yeah, no, neither can I. <laughs> Plus, if it, honestly, if I had lesson money, if there was, if in my, if my budget had lesson money, I would be like hiring eight different guitar teachers. Right. Be like, I need to learn everything. Right. Right. So. Because I'm not doing it on my own. <laughs> I get that. Uh, I uh, I went into a, a instrumental music the other day, and uh, you know Dave, the guitar player, he's a he's a good, he's a he's a teacher there. He's a touring guitar player. I think so. Guy's a total shredder, and I've been like you know, playing so much acoustic lately, it's been a while. Like I, I'd like to get back, you know, my chops back up and get better. And I walked in, I was like, is Dave teaching? And John's like, yeah, he's here a few days a week. I was like, I'd love to take like three douche lessons. Yeah. And he's oh, like, what? Yeah, I know you're talking about. I was like, I was like, I want to take three lessons and I want the pr- premise to be like, I want to play guitar like a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> cause like, and that's cause that's what I want. Like that. There's a lot to learn from that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. But, uh, he's good. Dude, no, not the has nothing to do with him. Right. It's like it's like what I want. Right, like I right. want someone that good. I want like I want them to treat me like I'm some shitty little kid that just Hell wants yeah. to play like yeah. shredding solos, bro. That sounds like me. That sounds like, like something I would do too. Like, I want to like, I want to go in with <laughs> yeah. that attitude so they yeah. treat me like that. So I act because I I skill level like I can learn that. Right. I'm not just being a dick. Like right. but I'm gonna be that so I can get what I want. Out exactly. Because Dave's a freaking master oh, guitar yeah. player. That oh, guy yeah. shreds, you know. But yeah, I want douche lessons. Hell yeah, get them, <laughs> get them. Uh, anyway, but yeah. So personal mantra they practice. So the fourth one, and I'm sure you've heard this because everyone does this, and I've tried it. I, I, I'm not good at it. What is it? It's a gratitude journal, writing down what you're grateful. Oh man, I can't. Okay, I bought a journal specifically to write my thoughts because you know Celeste, uh, our friend Celeste. Yeah, I talked she to her does today, it. Yeah. She does it religiously, and she's like, I'm like, fuck. Maybe I should do that. I've tried. I still have not done it. <laughs> Dude, I have bought in the books that have like outlines for it. Right? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I haven't done it. I'm not I good at it. I, I haven't. And maybe, and see, here's, here's the thing though. And I beat myself up because I could show you stacks of journals and books with writing and have designed specifically bought for this reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just haven't done it. Me, yeah. Um, it's not that I don't like doing it. It's that I don't feel the need to do it. And it's mm-hmm. not because, oh, I don't understand the need. I think what I'm understanding is with a creative outlet, there is some there there is a part of it. If you're if you're if you're showing up for yourself, if you're taking care of yourself and you're you, caring about this, this passion that you have properly, yeah. there is going to be a part of it that is giving you 
this gratitude journal. Mm -hmm. For me, it's jamming. Mm -hmm. Being able to just jam. Jam with friends, you know, or just pick up the guitar and mess around and, you know, play whatever chords and sing about stupid things. Like, there's this freedom to it. Right. And I realized, like, it's literally like recess. Yeah. It's like the recess of creativity. Right. Like, you have to find your jam, your uh, your sketch pad, your anything, your freedom, right? Right. And I think that is what this gratitude journal is getting at, right? Like, letting you recognize it's, it's all about recognizing what you're grateful for so you can realize that life is really good. Right. There's a lot more positivity than you think. Right. I think jamming at the end of the day, being playful with all the hard work, not only shows you how much you've grown, how much you've learned, mm -hmm. how much skill and technique you have, but also opens up the idea that you're still able to be free and you discover new things. Mm. It's, it's like exploring this beautiful place that you've worked so hard to have the skills for right and a gratitude journal wants you to recognize positive things mm -hmm. i think jamming i think doing what you love doing your creative outlet freely allows you mm -hmm. to be grateful mm -hmm. and and that that may be a stretch but for me that's exactly the feeling like i think about what we're trying to get out of the book the journal and that's exactly the feeling i get yeah. when i do that stuff yeah. so that's just me right um, I, I think for me just being able to create and putting it out into something I can hear back, something someone else can hear back, just being able to create anything uh, musically is like so positive for me because even if it's just like a little riff that maybe it could turn into something and I really like that. And seriously, just recording anything that I think is like fucking sick. Yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> that's, that's really just like, yeah, that that's my positive, you know, outlet for sure. Um, and and it's it definitely uh, I love I love the reassurance when somebody else gets as excited as I am about you know X project, right? Whatever. So X's project. X's project. Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> Professor so X. that would be my my uh, yeah gratitude, I guess. Well, it's a thing, you know, it's, it's, it really is about gratitude, right? Mm -hmm. It's about being grateful for things that are positive. Right. And we, and lucky us, like, I mean, all of us, if we're able to find that part in our, in our creativity, right. in our uh, expression of self and emotion, right. if we can find a place that that's, that's that fun, right? like, how could you not be grateful? It's yeah, like, exactly. You don't even realize you are. Exactly. But I think with that uh, is the ability to let go. Mm -hmm. And I think why if some of us haven't reached that place, it's because we can't let go. Mm. Because in order to have fun, in order to just jam, in order to, you know, you can't overthink. Right. You know, maybe that's the action you need to take for step two, you know, noticing that inner monologue. Getting that. Maybe the action is like, freak it, you know, yeah. let's just jam with someone, yeah. you know, put yourself on the spot. Right. Um, but you have to be able to let go. Mm -hmm. And uh, you don't seem to have an issue with letting go. You have a, you seem, you seem to be pretty good about just like letting yourself flow and then going on to the next thing. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, you're very good at that. As, as, as far as that, I mean, as far as like certain relationships with people, sometimes I do have a hard time with, with uh, letting go. Um, <laughs> referring back to the old drummer that we used to have. For, and, okay. And Mr. Cole, Austin. Yeah. I, I don't like that guy at all. <laughs> I really, really don't like that guy yeah. at all. And I should let go. But I love to shit on him with <laughs> <laughs> I just love to shit on him. Well, it's, it's not even that. It's it's the ability to let go of your own restrictions. Yeah. You know? Okay. You know, like 
like maybe when Austin was around, even when that you you weren't writing at your best, you weren't playing at your best, you weren't letting go enough. Mm-hmm. And then when that when that was removed from the situation, you were able to let go of what mm-hmm. you were thinking of yourself inside yeah. more. You know, you're right. I yeah. think um, I think that's such a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Like being at band practice, you guys ever just like jam on one of your songs, just let it go long, or just mess around, or you know, laugh about a riff, you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah, t- for sure. Yeah, that's happening. you ever like find a good chord progression and you just like sing melodies, not even words, for like an hour. No, there was this, uh, I think it was like last week or something. There was something I was playing. Everybody was kind of doing something and Lyle was playing this like little guitar. I hated it. <laughs> and I'm like, that sucks. Don't play that shit. <laughs> and he like kind of looks at me, but that's, you know, Lyle and I have that. Yeah. We're, I'm so glad that he is like that with me too, because it's, it's never personal. It's just like whatever you're playing is really shitty right now. Change that. Well, that's a really good point because like sometimes you have to build a platform and an environment so you can be playful. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? And I, I think that's that's a big part of it too. Like, you know, just like you need to have a book to write in, mm-hmm. you need to have an environment for you to be playful in. Right, yeah. And and maybe that's that's a big part that we're yeah. missing. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I love that. That's That's cool that you guys have that. Yeah, uh, Lyle's I, funny. He is. He he talks so much shit to me. I love it. How could you not? Everyone talks crap to you. <laughs> that's Look true, at that's you. True. <laughs> you I get. You know, it's funny. One time, my friend in high school, because uh, I was on the lacrosse team. <laughs> I know. Yeah. See, uh, you. It's too easy with oh, you, man. God. And he. Sh- and then uh, I forgot. People were just roasting me. And then my friend Weston was just like, "Everybody just loves to shit on you." And I'm like, "I know." And he's just like. But you can take it, so that's cool. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's fine. <laughs> Slowly snapping on the inside. I, I know. It's, just building it. I'm 17 and I hate this. <laughs> 28 now. Is, yeah. yeah. Except you're much bigger than everybody now. Yeah, so. I'm, yeah just, a little, just a little bit. So. <laughs> but yeah, so Gratitude Journal is free play to me. It's yeah. uh, finding that, that, that free whatever. Yeah, mine's totally just being able to create anything. Is- uh, and also it's, uh, I think with that you have to, it almost forces us to have to go out and be a little social. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Be a little social. Don't keep it all yourself. Like You're I can right. jam it myself all day, but yeah. then like it's not going to compare to being able yeah, to totally. sit down. I, and that, I mean, social, social skills of a musician is so, that's a whole nother level. Oh yeah. Discussion. Oh yeah. I talked about that with my uh, last guest, Alec, Alec Finn, I think mm-hmm. no, no, that's, that that's a wild wild concept oh yeah for sure something not a lot of us talk about but (laughs) we're not gonna dive into that so number five the last one uh which sounded super cliche to me was um making time for yourself which yeah sure like making time for yourself on the surface it makes 100 Mm percent makes sense i think what i got out of it was learning how to balance Mm -hmm. your life your outlet and know where everything lies. Right. And what I mean by that is you work a construction job. Mm-hmm. You have band practice twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, you did have a girlfriend. I did have a girlfriend. You know, you, you have, you have, you have, pro- you have responsibilities, you have people to see things to be at uh-huh. and whatnot. Yeah. And there's only so much time left right now. You still need time to be a human being, right. which is outside of, you know, music and right. outside of a lot of stuff. But just as much as it's important for you to have time for yourself, I think 
the level of importance that is, it needs to be the same level of importance as making time for your creative freedom, mm-hmm. your creative outlet, making time to do your daily mantra, your, right. you know, your predator motion, making time to have your free play, making time <clears throat> to, you know, mm-hmm. acknowledge where you are, Yeah, you know? And for me, that's why I heard balance. Mm-hmm. I, I think for me is that um, making time for yourself in your actual life, I just used your life as an example, like I knew it, yeah. but for you, what, what is, what is making time for yourself actually mean? If, if I'm, uh, focused on uh, a song or something or a project or so right now oh by the way see the shirt foreshadowing to the next single that i'm releasing i was wearing the shirt when we took the picture like i want to say that's cool but xavier you wear a hawaiian shirt everywhere every day all the time <laughs> you got you got it ever been to one of your shows you played at that <laughs> no hawaiian shirt you're always in a hawaiian but in this what in, is this foreshadowing? In, in this picture in this picture i edited it to a way so <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can tell I'm wearing an orange shirt, but, but it's cool. Anyway, if I'm working on- Said no one ever about a Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) Hey, just wait. It'll, it'll come back again. I know it came back for a little bit. When? A little bit ago, like a couple years ago. I think dad's 45 and up it came back for. For sure. But no one else, it was, no one else thought it came back. I noticed hipster brands love to wear Hawaiian shirts. Hipsters. Yeah. I'm not one of them, probably a little bit. (laughs) Anyway, I think because you said that you are. Yeah, I, isn't that how it works? Yeah, yeah. You are the ultimate one, though. Am I? Yeah, I think so. Because you don't care at all. I care plenty. Didn't we focus last time we talked? We talked about style, and you're like, "This is just what I wear." <laughs> hipster. Yeah, but see, they they care about what they wear. They That's have true. hipster That's clothing true. lines. Yeah, and I care about what I wear. Yeah, usually. No, I don't. I don't care about my. Uh, I don't have. I don't have a perf- uh, stage image. Right. Okay. But I mean, like, I I like to look good. Yeah. Yeah. I get. Me too. I mean, like, it's, you know, like, maybe maybe I'm yeah, not. But, <laughs> 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 anyway, please continue. Anyway, if I'm working, so speaking of balance, if I'm working on a song like the song that I have working on right now, I will cancel everything I need to do. That's not balance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, it depends if if. Uh, I need to be somewhere for somebody or if I'm weekends weekends is best for me to like enjoy myself for sure but if I'm working on something I will definitely be working on this song and once I hit a point where I'm like okay I'm good for today I'll have my fun for sure um, I, I I feel like I'm always making time for myself yeah you know always always uh, and like I told you before, I'm, I'm very selfish in a lot of ways, but I love to make my friends happy. I like to do a lot for my friends because, you know, they're my friends. They would do shit for me, too. You know, if, if I really needed their help, they would totally be there for me. Like burn all your Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Like burn all my Hawaiian shirts. Please don't <laughs> you stay away from my Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> I got a lot. Okay? You know, it's like one of the first conversations me and Joe have ever had. <laughs> I think the first time I met Joe or like yeah. really talked to him was about your Hawaiian shirt problem. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It used to be worse. I used to have these bright colored ones. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. You still have that really that red one? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I tone it down. I'm a little I'm in the darker color ones now. Yeah. A little bit a little bit more moody. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna buy you so many Hawaiian shirts. It's gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, always making time for myself for sure. Um I can get a little overboard when if I'm focusing if I wanna get something Done, yeah, I mean, we all I'm do. just like, no, you know, and I shut everything else out and I'm doing this specific thing. So let me ask you something mm-hmm. like I want to, so scenario, you have work at, you know, five in the morning, five in the morning, you have yeah. work at five in the morning 
and you have to go to work, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Someone calls you and says, hey, I need you to do me a favor at 7. A.M.? Mm -hmm. I got work. I got work. All right. The next day you don't have work, but mm -hmm. you said at 5 a.m. I'm waking up and for six hours I'm working on this. This is what I, my plan is. Mm -hmm. Someone calls, hey, I need a favor at 7 a.m. Who's calling me and what do they need? Well, see, that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. If you had work at if you had work at five a.m. and your mom called you or someone you love said said hey I need something like you're the only one that can do it you probably it was that crucial you'd probably find a way to work right right so right. if I ask you you know it's like right that's kind of the unspoken thing but <clears throat> then I ask you about the you know your own personal stuff your music your right. creative outlet like right. there's there's a term to it which is fine I mean that's healthy that's right. like it's the social construct of life we can't avoid right. that but I think for the idea of showing up for yourself and building a healthy uh, schedule, a healthy structure, a healthy way of being there for yourself. I think it, whoever is struggling out there to, to do this, that needs to be just as important. Yeah. Like you need to be able to say f like F you to the world. Right. Because this is your schedule. No, unless the, unless it's a catastrophic event that you would skip everything else for mm -hmm. in the first place, nothing like you have to hold yourself accountable. Right. Making time for yourself is accountability is balanced through accountability. Right. And, uh, and that's hard to do, yeah. right? Because that means that we have to say that what we're doing is more important than anybody else. You're right, yeah. yeah. And that sounds a little selfish, but you have to be. But that's, yeah. I think that's it's healthy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And that what I we're trying so to get too. at. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's I was, I, you know, because someone asked me that one time, the work and like, uh, mm -hmm. and music thing, and I was like, well, yeah, I said the thing, I was, I was like, well, okay, who's, what's the favorite? Who needs what? Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's not the point, that's is the, it? Yeah, you yeah know? totally. They asked me, I was like, damn it, yeah. got it, got me, got me in that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was the fifth one, making time for yourself. So, yeah. um, I encourage anybody to read, read up on like type it, type in showing up for yourself on Google. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you within the first few links, you'll find these five things Yeah, and you'll find all kinds of writings on it. And I thought they were really cool, but I think it's all about that action. You know, step, you know, one acknowledging where you are taking action on that mm -hmm. to noticing the inner monologue and separating it from your inner critic, taking action to make sure you're, you know, not roasting yourself. Right. Three personal mantra, daily practice. That's literally taking small action every day that has huge result. Right. Uh, four gratitude journal, finding freedom, finding recess time, finding play time right. in what you're doing, right. taking action and then making time for yourself is literally setting aside that time, holding yourself accountable yeah. and saying, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And that can apply of course to everything in life. Cause that's what it's about. But showing yourself, showing yourself, showing up for yourself as a creative, as a, as a human passionate about something because mm -hmm. creativity, I mean, uh, my, my good friend, Tony, Tony Clark, he's been on the show twice, a magician. Um, he said one of my favorite things ever. He said, passion is physical. Anything you're passionate about in life has some sort of physical quality. You're doing something. Right. And I was like, wow. Mm. So find the passion in each one of those steps yeah. and you will find the physical creativity. That's cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Passion is physical. Yeah. Because it's always leading to some sort of right. physical act right. to create. I right? like that. That's cool. Yeah, I know it blew my mind the first yeah. time. Right? I was <laughs> like, what? That's pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> that is a mood right there. Ah, <laughs> uh, me, dude. <laughs> I'm just going to say that from now on in the show. If someone's going to say something like mood. Mood. And make sure you include your sign. That is a Capricorn I'm gonna, mood. I'm right gonna, that's, <laughs> a Capricorn. that's a Pisces mood. <laughs> Pisces mood, bro. And I'm going to have like little like images pop up. Oh, you know? God. Pisces and then a cow. Pisces mood. 
I have a little like I'll go total radio station buttons that make noises. Oh yes, <laughs> that was good. You Thank should you. just have something drawn out and make your own voice. Oh yeah, because that I could do a cow noise. I could do everything else. <laughs> What's a Pisces noise? What's a Scorpio noise? Oh, I don't know, man. I was about to Im- imitate a fish. Like, a fish. <laughs> what, what was that? Out, so out we're water. we're on an audio platform, and you're gonna imitate a fish, a fish out of water. <laughs> Anybody listening? <laughs> that sounds like a lot of other things. Yeah. Well, it's a fish. For <laughs> it's, a fish. <laughs> it's a fish. I mean, even in the video, like you're not even making a oh, fish yeah. face. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're just licking the microphone. Mood. Mood. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway. Um. So, lastly, on this topic, I mean, did you want to share? You know. No, I'm. 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 I'm following you, man. I'm, I, I appreciate it. I yeah, appreciate absolutely. you coming on and doing this. Like, I this thank is, you for having me. Um, always. So lastly, I uh, I read this and this was something that kept coming up with this topic, showing up for yourself. And it talks about the way you show up for yourself decides what shows up for you. Hmm. And we've spent the last however long, 45 minutes, hour, breaking down these five steps. And everything we talked about was all what we do ourselves because we're showing up for ourselves, correct? Right. And the outcomes of that. Mm-hmm. One outcome that's not discussed, that's rarely ever talked about, is we think we're being selfish. We think we're being, uh, you know, mean to everyone by cutting them out, mm-hmm. by putting us, ourselves first. But in reality, the way we choose to show up for ourselves, we choose to make, you know, show up for ourselves by saying, "Hey, these things are important. I'm going to show up and I'm going to give it my all to pay mm-hmm. attention to these things." That actually has a response. The thing that that will determine who shows up for you, what right. shows up for you. Right. And you have to be willing to take that. You're right. And I think that's something that I've overlooked personally my whole life. That's very interesting. Because it one, what happens first? It'll weed out all the weak people in your life. Right. <laughs> as as brutal as that sounds, right. the people that don't belong are gonna be gone. Yeah. Because you don't have time for the bull crap. You yeah. Know? Poof. Yeah. And then you got this open slate. So when Things do start coming, and it's hard. It's hard to say no. It's hard to cut people out. Yeah. It's hard to recognize. It is hard for me to say no too. Yeah, of course. It I mean, it's it's just because it is. We we convince ourselves it's not enough reason to say no, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, we owe someone something, right? Yeah. But all imagine all the energy we feel like we owe someone if we felt that for ourselves, right? What would that response? What, what would the response be? You're right. Yeah. People would want to be around us more. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. So I, I think. Um. I think how you show up for yourself invites the response and making cl- making it clear that I'm not talking about a monetary value mm-hmm. because how often do you see, oh, if you believe in yourself and you give it your all and, you know, you just stick to your guns, eventually you're going to succeed and there's going to be money. You know, you're going to make it. You're going to like you have to like it's and that's all great. But once again, it's so easy to talk about. But it's not about monetary value. It's mm-hmm. not about if you're showing up, if you're trying to be genuine to yourself because you believe that's part of the process to get financially successful, mm-hmm. you've missed the entire point. Right. I think how you present yourself, your intention and your presentation to yourself will show to the world and will allow you to have the relationships that come in that make you happy. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of perks that come right. along with it. That's very good, man. That's uh, I never ever. Neither did I. That's crazy. I yeah. read that and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. That's that was yeah. it, it got me. Huh. me. I'm gonna think about that more. So don't ever don't ever let up on if you think you're being selfish, mm-hmm. like 
if you want a gratitude journal, forget the gratitude, write a journal of all the things that you do for yourself and all the things that you do for other, that you think you're doing for other people. Right. And dude, what, what did it say? I had someone say like the best thing you can do for your parents is not take care of them is to be so wildly successful in yourself mm -hmm. that they can look at you and be proud kind mm -hmm. of thing. Right. It was a little, little too honed in for me, but right. I like the idea of like, of being so wildly obsessed with yourself, mm -hmm. not your, not, not, not conceited, but with what you're doing and, yeah. and so obsessed with making it good, making it healthy, making it right, making it the best it can be without losing yourself is the best thing you could do for everyone you love. Yeah. It's the true. best thing you could do for the world. It's, very true. it's your contribution. Yeah. Right. Cool. That was, that was just my little spiel. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's amazing. I, I can't say anything. As, you can say plenty. I, I can't say anything as good as that. I, you missed the whole point. It's not about as good as I that. I know. I know. I know. I don't know if I can. Uh, uh, well, you don't have to. Yeah. I don't know if I can dive into that because um, I feel like the, I will say that, um, you know, the path that I chose and everything leading up to this point, uh, I feel like I've recognized without thinking of that specific thing, I've recognized the people that. I consider close to me and I trust I, I've dealt, I totally recognize that and I'm like these people are good people to me and I love that they're in my life mm -hmm. you know and I and like especially the people that I can really reach out to and, and talk to and be like you know confide in them and vent you know that's that's a lot and 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 that speaks more than anything really um, yeah so I totally I just I totally recognize the love that you know transfers so what's well, you know and it's great that you recognize that because i think what you're receiving from these people wouldn't be possible if you didn't put the amount of time and effort into yourself that you're doing right you know because why would why would i put time and effort into having a relationship with you if you won't even take care of yourself right you know, yeah, yeah. That's something recently. I I just that's wrote a, I wrote a song called "Like a Fool." You'll hear it at the show. Oh, yeah. show November twenty third. Hell yeah, I'm there. <laughs> um, and I wrote it because I was so tired of giving ninety nine percent of the work of a relationship mm. to someone that doesn't want to have a relationship with me. Right. right, right. And all that effort we put in that left no energy and effort for hike. Right, no right. energy for me. Right. You know, my music was suffering. I didn't want to play. I didn't crave the the steel strings against my yeah. fingertips. The smell of the wood and the yeah. early five o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah. there's things. It's weird, but yeah. the smells. The you things know, that your got you going. Yeah. Nose in a sound yeah. hole of a guitar. It's just oh, yeah. Like that stuff. Well, I wasn't feeling that. Huh. And it wasn't that I didn't love it. It's that there was no, there's no capacity. There's right. nothing left. And I kind of said, "Fuck that." Yeah, I'm. I'm oh, yeah. tired. I'm tired. It's like you know where I live. You know where I'm at. You know stuff like whatever it is. Like you got to put the effort in. Right. And if I'm gonna put effort into things that matter to me, and it was scary. Yeah. And I lost oh, a yeah. lot of people along the way, right? Yeah. But I've and I haven't gotten it down. I'm far from. Maybe went from like 99 to like 95 percent. Yeah. Towards other people, I'm giving myself four percent right. back. Right. But just in that. Like I've noticed the difference in relationships. Like I don't have to talk to everyone every day. Right. I don't have to like do right. everything every day. Like I'm taking care of myself and the peop the people that are, are gonna be good for me are recognizing that. Yeah. For sure. And we'll totally, you know, keep uh acknowledging you as well for like, hey, like I think 
whoever you you decide to keep in your life will will totally just be on your side and support you no matter what you know well and that's that's where like great relationships come from right you know mm-hmm. like you're you care for yourself so much that you it's it, you people can have a really you open up the door to have a relationship right, right. dude i was in the gym the other day and uh someone came up to me and just said congratulations mm-hmm. i was having a rough morning mm-hmm. They're like congratulations i'm like Pfft what yeah i'm like i haven't done anything right. i'm like congratulations on what they're like on everything you're doing i'm like what do you mean like i've been watching all you're doing like really like, dude you're, you're doing so much stuff he's like man i would take physical pain any day over all the stuff that you have to deal with to make that happen just out of the blue wow out of the blue this came i was like and from someone that you know really is gonna be at that gym the rest of their life kind of thing you know yeah. just someone that recognized it i was like whoa yeah and it was crazy because this is not someone I'm close to, but just it's people see. Yeah. The, if you want to be recognized, if you want to have good relationships, if you want people to love you for you, mm-hmm. then don't. I mean, this is another thing about taking action. Like you can love yourself. That's important, but that's not enough. Right. Take action on Take yourself. Action, yeah. Be yourself. That's a, good. Act on yourself. Good. Do you know? Passion is freaking physical. Yeah. Be physical with it. That's true. Get physical with your life. You know. Oh yeah. And that's 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 so that's. That's what my uh, that's what showing up for yourself is. Absolutely, man. Um, I really hope that Instagram gets better for you. <laughs> full circle. Full, full circle. circle. Full circle. This goddamn mood, man. Oh, mood. Read what that again. Re- read that again. Yeah. You're Pisces right now. Total mood. <laughs> total read that mood. again. <laughs> you know, I have a quote maker app. <laughs> yeah, I have, that. I have a quote oh maker app God. where I like I insert my logo and like all that stuff yeah. for the show. I'm literally gonna like just post that. I'm gonna put Scorpio mood mood read that, read again. that again. and I'm just gonna like Photoshop pictures of you subtly in the background. Yeah, just me, just angry face. Like ah, if this episode wasn't so deep, I would call it mood. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Oh. Well, I'm uh, I'm excited to hear your new music. Are you releasing yeah. anything soon? Yeah, or? pretty soon. It's called Circus Zoo. Okay? okay, it was an idea I had a long time ago. A About very, a year, right? No, no, more than that. More than that. It started in 2015 when I went to Coachella. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I had the idea. I didn't know what it, it was going to sound like. Obviously, I just had the idea of like m- the idea of making my own music isn't new for me. It's it, always been stirring. It's always been stirring. I just, just, it was just a thought though, you know, but to take action. Oh no, no, no. No. Yeah. No way. Yeah. You know, I can, I don't know. I just would make excuses for sure. Yeah. And then, so the idea I've always had, and then I really, I, I made the song, but I put it on SoundCloud, but that was the first song I was really proud of, of like, oh, this sounds pretty cool, you know? Maybe I can maybe I can do this. And then somewhere along the line, my dad completely shit on me and <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, got discouraged and I was like, no, this is not for me again. But I still remembered that song and I'm like, I I really, really want to make that song again. So, you know, this is This is the first song you this, showed your dad that one time. No, no, this isn't the difference, first song. Okay, it was different. a different song. Okay. Yeah. I, I released a song like I think it was second or third and it, I was just trying new things out and then, you know. I got shit roasted hardcore. Yeah. But I still really like that Circus Zeus song. Hell yeah. So I wanted to remake it. And so I'm remaking it right now. So it's going to be good, man. It's what be does Circus good. Zoo mean? It's, it's, it deals with mental health. Ooh. Yeah. It deals with. Fad mood. Super mood. Super Scorpio mood. Scorpio rising mental health. 
in Circus Zoo. Just so we're clear, no one's making fun of mental health. Yeah. Hey, by the way, guys, I'm on board with mental health. We're making fun of all the what do you what are they called? Inst- oh God, Instagram, whatever. Read that again thing. I don't know. I don't know how to distinguish. listen to that again. Yeah, I don't know how to distinguish these. Things. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's it is about mental health, um, and it is about dealing and I guess really acknowledging that this is something in your life. Okay. And now not, I'm not making a song out of it. Just it, this is something in your life and it's not good or bad. It's just the experience of going through it. Hmm. And, um, and you know, this is, this is my life and this is how, what it feels like to me. You're kind of taking the opposing factors out of it in the sense of like, if it's good and like, if I'm trying to make it good, it's implying that it's already bad. If I'm trying to yeah. find something bad in it, it means that something's too good. Right. And you just take it out and say like, it doesn't matter. Right. Good or bad is only, it's whatever, at surface level, we're just saying this is a part of it. Mm-hmm. And this is what it feels like. Hmm. So. Interesting. Yeah. That's a cool name for that. Thank Circus you. Zoo. Yeah. Yeah. I got to show it to you when, uh, once Should we drop acid and do it. Do you, to I it? would love to. I'm afraid to do acid. Oh, I've done it one time. Is it great? It was so interesting. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Here's the issue. I know a guy. Mm-hmm. We all know a guy with yeah. an acid story, right? Right. Um, he did acid when he was 15 years old. And he really fucked his himself. His mind snapped. And his life went downhill and he destroyed himself for 10 years. And he finally was able <clears throat> to work through the damage. And when he finally came to 10 years later as a 25-year-old, Spent three years rebuilding his life, mm-hmm. doing pretty well. But looking back, he said everything he had to re had to go through was exposed from acid. That's insane. And I was like, I don't want to do acid. Yeah. <laughs> At 15, your mind is developing and you should not do anything <laughs> like that. Granted, I smoked weed, I think, the first time when I was 15. I was 12. Were you really? I didn't get high, though. I Neither did I. I yeah. think I took one little... You know, I took a bong rip. Oh, I did not. <laughs> I I took a little thing and did not get high. So now when I but was seventeen, but weed is weed. It's yeah, like it's yeah, not right, hurting anybody. Right, right. But acid at fifteen? No, 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 no. Damn. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll try shrooms first. That was fun too. What you did all I've this done, shit I've without done a lot me? Of things. I've done a lot of things. Damn it, man. Damn, I gotta pee. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Xavier, seriously, thank you for coming you and talking about me. this. Um, I'm really glad that it was you that I got to talk to about this. Yeah. and You shared everything. Yeah. Um, showing up for yourself. Don't forget to do it. Absolutely. Uh, Xavier, you can go pee. Thank you so uh, much. Bye. Bye. <laughs>